A ver, a ver, a ver. Yo pensé que esto era South of the Eight. Welcome back to South of the Eight. Today we have a special episode. I know I say that for every episode, but I, I mean it. I really do mean it every single time. Today we actually went a little long. I think we killed about an hour and a half, hour almost 40, I think. But honestly, it was a great episode, a great conversation with an educator, with a DJ, uh, Mr. Huicho Flores, a staple of the community. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I did recording it. And again, if you guys have any comments, concerns, or questions, please direct them at, at that dude Vega or at SOT, the number eight podcast uh, for anything really that you guys have to say or want to say we're going to be posting again every tuesday with friends every friday with community leaders and on those tuesday episodes is when i would be answering questions or intrigues so with that i'll just let you guys enjoy the episode and have a good rest of your day Muchísimas gracias, Wicho. Um, gracias. De nuevo, muchas gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. ¿Se puede introducir para los que no lo conocen? Claro, mi nombre es uh, Juan Flores, también conocido como Wicho, your neighborhood DJ. And um, by profession, I'm a school counselor, and by trade, I'm a, I'm a DJ for over yeah. 30 years. Yeah, it was actually kind of interesting. I was like, all right, I'm going to interview Wicho. Let's see what he's all about. And I mean, right. you're a counselor, you're a DJ, you, do, you have a podcast. Yeah, have this with the scholarship. You're just <laughs> jack of all trades, it seems like, huh? Uh, you know what? I I just try to uh, to share the knowledge that's been shared with me, and uh, right. so yeah. So uh, first and foremost, yeah, I, I've been DJing for for over 30 years. Yes, I would have celebrated this as my official 30th year DJing because 30 years ago I bought my first set of turntables. Wow. Although I I was already DJing before that, helping a couple other DJs and and whatnot. Pero este, due to the COVID, a lot of things uh, got put in pause. Yeah. yeah. As far as uh, being a school counselor, I, I've been in education for, uh, God, I want to say 27 years now. I lost track, but 27 or 28 years. Wow. Este, and uh, I've done counseling on and off, probably total about seven years. And ahorita llevo ya tres años doing counseling. Wow. And, and uh, you know, I pretty much do the stuff that I do because I get inspired by others. I see. The podcast thing kind of came about uh, from hearing people's stories like yours, you know what I mean? What, what you're doing and, and the story that people are sharing. And uh, and I just felt that there's conversations that we have, right? right? Or that we don't have actually, where we could have them. And if we have them, we have them behind a glass of beer or yeah. or or using drugs. And, and this was actually brought to my attention by a recovering addict. A good friend of mine who's a recovering addict, he said, you know, um, he's like, I've never had fun as much as I've had partying now that I'm sober because not going <laughs> to remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I was like, tell me about that. And so he starts telling me like, you know, I, I thought I would have fun before and I would get high or whatever, but I don't remember. And then I remember there was times when my friend would come over and he says, okay, let's go get loaded. He's like, and now going through the program, to me, that's a cry for help. That's him saying, I want to talk about something. Right, yeah. And so I started putting two, two together. And uh, the podcast is, is not just me. It's also Chicle, right. uh, the artist. And then Beto Perez, the DJ from uh, 95.7 and Rock 105.3. Yeah. Yes, and they, I, I kind of 
pitched the idea to them and they were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yes, they, here we are, I think like on episode seven, you know, bring it to light certain conversations that normally we don't talk about. And we bring in guests that, that can share their experiences and share their knowledge because, you know, even though I'm a school counselor, I tell people I'm not the expert. Right. You know, but I mean, I, there's always more that I can learn. Yeah. I feel like you hit it right on the nail when you're like, sometimes we have these conversations that are like, wow, these are great conversations. And you hope that more people around you have right. those conversations. You know, that's why I think podcast podcasting is so great. Obviously I'm a little biased, you know, I, I love uh-huh. podcasting and I mean, it's a hobby. It's really what it is for yeah. me. Um, right. But anyway, it's funny. I, I looked up your podcast because honestly up to uh, like, this week when I asked you to uh-huh. do the, um, the podcast, I didn't know you had right. a podcast until I saw you. Okay. Post. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah. I gotta check it out. Right. I was like, I gotta see right. what which was all about. And I right. started with number six, which was super vulnerable. Like it was wrong. Yes. It was suicide prevention yeah. or yes. suicide survival. And I was like, uh-huh. Whoa, like that hit me. And I was like, Oh, right. these are like real conversations. And I feel like that's, yeah. I appreciate it as someone that does podcasting because that's all I've ever wanted to do with this podcast is like, let's get real. Like, yeah, let's yes. say some jokes, carrilla, and like sí. drunken stories or whatever. But when you start yes. getting raw and you start getting real, that's when you realize, like, yeah, man, like, yeah, like these, yeah. maybe someone can relate, you know? Right. And that, that's the thing. And I, I know that it's called surviving suicide. And a lot of people are like, hey, you kind of like misled me. Porque right. están pensando that somebody that attempted su- survived it, but no, it's uh, working in the field of counseling. Uh, there's the people that have to live with that issue after the person is gone. So, so the story that we want to bring to light, which was uh, GPA, the rapper, unfortunately his, his son passed away este, due to that. And it's like, how do, how have they maintained, you know, cause I, I met him and I started talking to him like months before it happened. Oh, and then he kind of dropped out of the map and then I didn't see him for a while. And then, you know, you know, he's kind of been coming out and kind of been learning to, to deal with it because it's never going to be the same again. Right. No, I can imagine. And I feel like that's part of what made um, the episode so great because he was honest. He was like, yo, I was yes. losing my shit. Like, and everything, I mean, I'll let people listen to it for themselves, but it's a great episode. But what I was going yeah. for, one of the things that definitely hit me was like, yo, in our culture, sometimes, you know, we were taught to suck it up. And it's like, it's like, fuck, man, like, why is it? And like, you kind of go down these rabbit holes that you're like, how many times have I just pushed it down? You know right. what I mean? Because like, oh, you yeah. don't want to look like a girl. You don't want to look weak. You don't want to look all these uh-huh. bad, like, just like, I mean, not stereotypes, but just like points of views, like old school points of views. See. that were Like, I hope that soon, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you can relate uh, as far as like counseling. I'm, I'm hope right. as a society and as a culture, we can like go past it and say, hey, like, if you're having issues, Let's talk. About it's okay. It. It's okay. Yeah. Tell me like, that's what I'm here for. That's what friends are here for. You know? Yeah. And, and one thing that I, I like to tell my students, I, I have my caseload is about 450 kids and I, and I tell them, Hey, I might not be the resource you need, right. but maybe I can point you in the right direction. And like, like the, the person on episode six, I mean, he shared certain resources that I wasn't aware of yeah. and I work in the field. So, <laughs> so not only did I learn from him, but then hopefully people that are listening can, can relate to it and if they've gone through it yeah. and they don't know about those resources, they can access those resources. And, you know, and we try to, you know, you know, bullshit in, in, in the carrilla and, and for the most part, but I'll be honest with you, that one was a, the toughest one we've done. Yeah. And like at the end, uh, like if you listen to the other ones were like really BSing and on this yeah. one, it was like, 
we like we turn off the button on, on the recording and we kind of look at each other and we're like wow <laughs> and he's like it, but for him it was like a yeah. sense of relief because he yeah, had never he done it, it yeah he talked it out and he's like hey thank you guys he got up and you know really appreciated the fact that we gave him the, the space for that yeah, I feel like that's part of it too um just giving people the space you know the chance to talk because sometimes yeah. like they'll have such a heavy story or even if they have something they really want to talk about you know maybe some people around them and not not because they don't want to but they just don't know how to like let them let it out so right something as like silly as a microphone in front of you really yeah. kind of lets you just uh you know just, just take it off your shoulders and, and and if you notice in that conversation because obviously he's into music we start with the music component yeah and he talked about you know his past his dad his situation with his dad and then he kind of just drops the bombshell right yeah and then he wraps it up with the music again yeah which i, was, I think is yeah it's great which like we didn't lay it out for him like that's how he <laughs> flowed it you know because yeah. just like you told me Sasuke, just handle it we yeah. told him the same thing and i think like he needed that like that warm-up moment right yeah. let's talk about something let's talk about music let's you know and then he starts getting vulnerable and starts talking about his dad and, and the issues that they had and him passing away. And then he goes deep into it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I think it was Beto who, who when, when, when he started like talking about the actual situation, like Beto's eyes just like lit up and he's like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Like he like, he whispered, like he, he said it, you know, without the words, just lip reading. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I had some sense of the story because I, like I said, I, I met him before it happened. Right. But yeah, Beto afterwards was like, man, no, no me esperaba esa way. You should have fucking prepared me. And I'm like, hey, dude, I told you we're going to talk about it. I, I, I can't give you details because I don't know what he's willing to share. Exactly. But, that's, uh, that's also another part. I feel like even if you know kind of what's going on, the way he told the story, it's so raw and so real uh -huh. because that's another thing. I mean, that's also a, another great thing I like about these podcasts. You're just talking, right? You're having a conversation. Like you said, you start right. riffing and then you get into the deep. But then you like yeah. organically start talking about music again. And you guys all geek out about music. So I went, because yeah. I was at work, right? And I'm at yeah, work yeah. listening to your guys' uh, podcast. And I'm like, wow. It got to a point that I was just like, whoa, this is this is gnarly. And then I just started yeah. laughing because you guys kept talking about records and collecting records. Uh -huh. and, you know, finding crates and <laughs> yeah. donating them and giving them away. And yeah. I'm like, it's crazy. Like, it's just like I know you guys and like we're sitting down and we're just having a normal conversation. And I, right. that's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the aim, that's the goal for our, and, and I say our podcast because, you know, they co-host it with me, right. but when I say ours, and, and it's even, and I'll lead into the scholarship thing right now, but it's not just me or, or, or my idea. Like, I like to say it, it's a community thing, right? Yeah. Because oh, uh, the people from Esquina Coffee Shop, they lend us a space so we could record yeah, there. Those guys are great, I mean, man. you know what I mean? Like right now, uh, because of circumstances, and, and, and even without it, we could do this right, right online. Yeah. But when when you're doing it in person, it, it gives it a different dynamic. Oh, definitely. Where, definitely, yeah. Where you know you can appreciate the story a little more. You you know even just the body movement, like maybe you can see the person. Like if you see they're getting nervous, <laughs> you can kind of bring up a, a, a different question that'll kind of ease them down or whatnot. And right now versus versus the camera, you can't really tell, right? If they're no, I I completely agree. Trust twitching me. or anything. I do Zoom because it's just more approachable to people. But right, I completely yeah. agree. When I because I have a episode on Friday that's with community leaders and people doing uh -huh. great for our community, such as yourself, right. of course. And then yeah, on I Tuesdays, <laughs> yeah, of course. And on Tuesdays, I have my friends just to shoot the shit, really. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, just to let loose. 
And right. I mean, those guys, uh, I work with some of them, so we see each other constantly. So I'll uh -huh. have them over, you know, we stay six feet apart, but like I have them over. Right. And it's like, I feel it, you know, I know the difference, yeah. but it's, I mean, we make do with what we can, you know? So. Right, right. Yeah. And, and we do. And, but yeah, the, the, so like I said, it's a community thing. You know, the people from Esquina are, are, are very open. I mean, it's like, they're like, here, here's the key do do what you got to do. <laughs> That's awesome. Set the alarm when you're gone. And you know what I mean? And it's like, how many business owners can tell you that? Yeah, no, that's you know what I mean. And granted, uh, Rene, he's he's my compadre, and we're he's kind of like my little brother. And um, I got into low riding, or no, actually, I got into Vijito's car club. I've been into low riding forever, but I got into yeah. Vijito's car club because of him. Yeah. Because he was one of my students. I met him when I was, he was eleven. At Memorial, and right? I heard at a, Memorial. I heard the low riding yeah. stories as well. Great episode, by the yeah. way. Super funny, yeah. and uh, it's also great because I, I actually interviewed Rene for 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 the podcast like two seasons yeah ago. i remember yeah i remember i i, I heard it ones. yeah that was a good one he's that's why it's, it's so great like again you were talking about community because i was yeah. super nervous but i remember going and thinking wow because uh -huh. i remember talking to Renee for like a second and i was like wow that guy seems really cool i like his right. shop i had just started yeah. the podcast i'm like what are the odds uh -huh, like, okay i reach out and he says yes uh -huh. i'm like if he ignores okay. it, then he ignores it, you know? But no, yeah, that's not no. the kind of guy he is. He's like, yeah, fuck nah. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, no like, quieres nada awesome. con preguntar. Yeah. And that's how they are. And, and, yeah. and I mean, yeah, they're very open to everything because they know what it's. Uh, and he said it best uh, when we did our first scholarship fundraiser where, uh, you know, he, him being the president of the club yeah. had the club come out. Oh, and wow. they had their meeting there outside the event. And that day, all the, the dues for the meeting were donated to the scholarship. Wow. And he said, hey, uh, he's like, I didn't learn to get, know what it is to give until I met Wicho and he's taught me how to do it. Meaning that, you know, we go to toy drive and we give a toy. But when you start giving and being open about giving, like giving you the space, right, mm -hmm. for your podcast yeah. and giving us the space to do what we got to do, he's like, that's giving. Sometimes it's not monetary. Sometimes it's just time. Yeah. And you know, and he sees it from me that a lot of times I volunteer to go DJ at events where I know they're low on funds and I know what it is to pay for a DJ. Yeah. And if I can donate my time, why not? Right. But, but yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's all, it's all community oriented. And, you know, if we can help the people, why not? And, uh, and it's the same thing with the scholarship, you know, if they, it started honestly as a, as a fictitious paper for my master's program. Oh, really? where yeah the, the the professor was just like you know i think it was like like the second course for my master's and they were like you know write a paper that we, you would present to your admin your administrator as as a counselor saying i want to try this to see if i can inspire right. the kids to post-secondary education meaning college or trade school or whatever right so i wrote i wrote this paper on how i would want to pitch a a scholarship to the kids in the middle bracket Right. Because any anybody that has a 3.0 and above, are, are get offers or have access to a scholarship. Yeah, but if you're under that middle, 3. Right? if you're in the middle, you you get no love. If yeah. you're doing really bad, then obviously they're on you, right? Yeah, so yeah. so you're you're in that middle, like this, like the middle child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of get lost in the shuffle, and um, I chose to be a middle bracket student because I just wanted to do the bare minimum and, and graduate. <laughs> That's yes, uh, I can relate to that. I, I you know, totally and, and I just, I honestly, I just wanted to prove people wrong because, you know, at, at that point in life, because of my choices, what it was, everybody was like, either you're going to end up dead, end up in jail and end up a dropout. Yeah. And I was like, 
So mentally, I was like, the first thing I'm going to prove you wrong is that I'm not going to be a dropout. Right. But I did the bare minimum, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They, so obviously, my counselors never talked to me about going to college or anything else, not even a career, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. They, so the goal of, of the scholarship, you know, so I, I wrote the paper. He gave it back to me and, and he liked the idea. And he said, so are you going to implement this? And I was like, well, I thought it's fictitious. Like, dude, you should try it. <laughs> and um, That's awesome. That, I think that's... Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's that's a very innocent way to start you know what i mean because right. you're thinking of like you're using your imagination right i mean it's for right. paper but that I mean papers that's what it takes imagination and when you're right. writing it down i feel like you're even more honest because you're like in a perfect world blah blah uh -huh. blah blah. so it's great right. that you're like oh shit yeah i guess yeah let's do yeah, it yeah and, and and even then i mean i finished the course and you know i mean i i went on to the next semester and um I remember I was in the studio with Javier the X-Man one day. I, I I went to pick up some, we were exchanging some music and, and we, I had already mentioned it to him. Right. So we were talking to him. He said, Hey, so que pasó? are you, you going to do it or what? And I was like, nah, I don't know. I go, I don't, I don't even know how to get it started. He's like, come on, dude, you know, you know, we got your back. And he's always told me, uh, surround yourself with positive people and positive things are going to happen. And, right. and he's always been there. For me since i met him and we we clicked you know what i mean from the get-go yes so then a few months later i go back and we're back at the studio and i'm leaving and by then it was like okay i'm gonna do it but i didn't know what name to call it and i, I was really like even that day we were we were talking about names and and i was leaning towards the calling it the average guy because of you know the oldie song yeah and, you know and i'm, I'm musically you know yeah, inclined, inclined a sure, lot, yeah. but I was like, it, it, I, I don't want it to be just for boys, right? Right. I want it across the board, and um, so I left with while well, I was leaving, and we didn't come up with a, a resolution on the name. And as I was leaving, he's like, "Orale pues a rato," and I like, "Sobre el legal," and he starts laughing, and he's like, "Hey, your your cochino tios used to tell you that too." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you know what I mean." So we crack jokes, and I leave, and I'm driving, and I'm driving and it's like, it's in my mind. And just like Biggie said, turn the negative into a positive. I'm like, <laughs> shit, that's it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's words of encouragement. That's it. And, and you know what I mean? I can really credit him for, for helping me to find the name. Yeah. And he has been a big supporter. And, and like I said earlier, that even with the scholarship, there's been a lot of people behind the scenes that, yeah. that support it, that help in one way or another. And, and I appreciate that. And that's why I always tell him, Hey, you're part of this. Even though maybe my name or my face is out there, yeah. but they're they're part of it you know what i mean javier being one beto moniloca uh chicles uh, jumped on board uh miguel from la vuelta obviously i mean they've done so much to for from providing venues like at the vfw to you know helping out finding resources and, and obviously all the people that like when we have fundraisers and and they donate so we can raffle off you know what i mean los titos yeah. danny from los titos um hit me up dude he was like when I first, and I just, just like you, when you hit up Rene about doing the podcast, mm -hmm. I, I, I did something similar on, I just posted on, on Instagram and I was like, Hey, uh, we're going to do a fundraiser for a scholarship who's down to donate. And I tagged certain people. Right. And he was one of them within seconds. He, he replies to me on a private message. He's like, ¿Qué onda? what do you need from me? I'm like, Oh shit. Nice. I'm like, fuck. Nice. I'm like, well, I go, can we talk? And he's like, yeah. Meet, at my, meet me at my shop in Logan at this day, this time. Yeah. And we sit down and he's like, what do you need? You need money? You need food? What, 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 how can we help? Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I was like, 
<laughs> I, I was very gracious and, and they still to this day you know they're they're one of the biggest supporters you know what i mean and and they they're very humble about it you know what i mean they they don't say much about it but they're they're very big on it you know as well as all the other people i have i mentioned and i know there's some that i've forgotten about yeah no, of but it, it's a community thing and, and it's it is not about me giving back to to the kids it's about us right. and and giving back to the kids and when when i go and present because i mean it's pretty formal the way that we present it and they got it's it's given to eighth graders going into high school right because one thing i realized when i was doing my counseling program is that we teach our students, our seniors, to apply to scholarships when they're seniors. Right. But if, if they're learning how to do it, by the time they learn how to do it, a lot of those scholarships are gone. Right, yeah. So, so our first goal is to target that middle bracket, right? Mm -hmm. And hopefully inspire them to do better because it's incentive-based. So I go and do a formal presentation and I tell them, look, here's some money that you can have for post-secondary education. Doesn't matter if you go to college, university, trade school, the military. That's, that's great. Actually, that's super interesting because I don't hear very often. Sorry to cut you off there. Oh, um, no, no, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a lot to say, but yeah. I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, I think it's so great because a lot of times you don't hear of people doing post-secondary besides college because a lot right. of the scholarships are like, well, you have to get into college. You have to go, uh -huh. for, you know, go for the four years. You have to go maybe right. to get the master's. And those are all great um, accomplishments and those are great goals. But a lot right. of times, you know, kids have other things in mind. So I right. think it's right. great that yours incorporates, you yeah, know, and, and, reality, I guess, in a way. Right. And, and, and reality is that college is not for everyone. Exactly. And I did it in a very atypical way. And I somewhat did it because, A, I wanted to, I was trying to keep my man of the word to my wife. Yeah. So that's why I got my undergrad. And then I realized I want to be a school counselor, right. but the only way I can do it is if I get the credential and I stay, you know, in college or in, in the university. Right. Um, I have a couple of brothers, you know, that did the military and there's a misconception. They don't get paid a lot. No, yeah. they, they don't. And they're actually 20, they're 24 hours on call. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I say post-secondary, like if, if one of the kids that wins the, you know, the money and they go to the military and they're in boot camp in Chicago for the Navy. Right. Yeah. And they're, and their parents are in San Diego, but they don't have money to go fly and see them. Well, they can use that money for that. Like, oh, that's awesome. you yeah. know, like we, we leave it open to interpretation, meaning that they can use it for whatever, as long as they, a, they graduate with the minimum of a 2.0, right? Yeah, and they'll get 250. Right, it's incentive-based. So they get that between that 2.0 and 2.89, they get 250. Yeah. If, they, if they jump to the 3.0 bracket, they get 350. Oh, shit. And if they get, if they get the 4.0, they get 500 automatically. Nice. And, and our hope is that we can inspire them to bring up their, their GPA mm -hmm. because once they break that barrier of the 3.0, now you can apply to bigger scholarships, right? Or you can apply to, to scholarships. Mm. And if you get the 4.0, now they're offering you the money. Right, yeah. And yeah, and, and that's what we want. We, I mean, there, there was this uh, African-American girl, I think it was last year or the year before, she got like $4 million in scholarships. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. You, oh, yeah, you know I what I mean? about that, there, yeah. And there's money out there. So yeah, when I tell the kids and I go and present, I'm like, hey, I'm not giving you this. I, this is stuff that people in your community are doing for you. You guys go, you roll talk with Los Titos. Guess what? They believe in you and they want you to get a post-secondary education. If you want to go to culinary school, go for it. If you want to be, go to trade school, go for it. But 
here's a little money to get you started. If you're going to do trade school, here's money for tools. If you're going to do college, here's money for a parking pass because parking passes are expensive. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, no, what, it, what I was going to say, I, I think it's yeah. great that you guys leave it up to um, open to interpretation because especially in our community, there's so many things, so many factors. And you mentioned your atypical education. I feel like for right. a lot of people that are in the South Bay, atypical is just the yeah. typical. Like whether right. it's with two jobs, you know, trying to help at home or maybe they have a kid or this mm -hmm. or that or whatever it may be. I feel like our community tends to not have the, you know, go to college and for four years right. and sleep in the, <laughs> sleep uh -huh. in the, in the dorm, dorm and some to get it, which is great. And I'm, I'm, yeah. it's great for them, but a lot of people don't, they don't have that opportunity. Yeah. So I feel like it's great that you guys are open to interpretation and understanding really, because yeah. you know, our community is different, you know, we should, it, you know, it, it is, it is. And you know, I, you know, I'm first generation, uh, Mexican American, you know, my parents immigrated, back in the in the late 60s early 70s mm -hmm. and uh, till this day like they tell they tell us all we wanted from you guys was to get a high school diploma and be uh an out, outstanding citizen in society meaning get a get a job and pay taxes and do you know what i mean and don't get in trouble with the law yeah yes they you know it's taken me a lot of years it took me like 20 years to get to where i'm at right because there was a lot of pauses and you know, going to school with, uh, with children is, is not easy. Mm -hmm. uh, besides, I honestly was trying to backpedal and not trying to do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I started going to, to a city college back like in, God, I would say like 94, 95. Yeah. And then at one point, I took a semester with my wife, but we were dating. Yeah. And um, I was like, I had a full-time job. You know, I was building a car. And uh my way of getting out, like, do your thing when you're done, I'll come back and do mine. Nice. So she well, so went. That's the she, promise? Is that the promise that? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. So, so she graduates with her BA. We get married. She gets her teaching credential. And then uh, a year later, she's like, so what's up? I'm like, what's up with what? <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Me say, say, hey, what did we talk about? You know what I mean? It's your turn. She's like, I got my teaching job already. I have a contract. You don't have to work. Go, go sure. get your uh, degree. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm cool with with keeping a work, keeping a job, and going to school. And so I did it. And and when I say I did it atypical, obviously I was doing part times. And then I went to University of Phoenix, which was one course every five weeks. Right. Yeah. You know, I I don't think I would have survived in San Marcos or, or USD or UCSD, like that whole right, semester like thing. Time, yeah. yeah. Yes. They, so I did that, you know, I got my, my BA in criminal justice administration. And, and by the time I was finishing up, I, I, I already knew I wanted to be a counselor because I was working at a charter school Yeah. and all the counselors left and I was a dropout prevention uh, program manager. Okay. So the principal asked me, he's like, Hey, can you help with, would you mind being an interim counselor? And I already knew how to do master schedule, you know, doing all the schedule and all that. So I did it for about six, seven months and that turned into three years. Oh, wow. You know what so I mean? You, so, so that's great that you got to got the ball rolling to really know if you were going to like it or not. Cause I feel like a lot of it, people go through the schooling and then realize, Oh shit, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. You know, there's that, there's that talk of there. There's a high number of people of college graduates that, that are out of work. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of them, don't want to work in the field, not because they can't find the job, because maybe it's not really what they want it to do. Yeah, it's going to be heartbreaking. 
to be honest. Yeah. It's going to be rough, it's, especially because, again, I, I feel like a lot of a lot of times, especially with uh, TV, Internet, things like that, you know, right. we're told go to college, get four years, finish off, and then you'll have a good life. Right. And people yeah. are sort of pushed through that, especially as uh -huh. first generation, second generation. Right. They have the family pressure on their back yeah. and they do it. And they come out of it. I can speak from experience or from anecdotes from my friends. Right. They come out and they're like, oh, shit. Like, what do That's I do not now? What I, That's not yeah, what I, what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so it, I, I basically got my feet wet beforehand, right? That's great. And uh, honestly, when I did my undergrad, it, you know, criminal justice administration was, was the hot topic mm -hmm. because 9-11 had happened. Man. And I figured if I go back, I'll learn something that, that interests me, right? Mm -hmm. And since I was already working with with the school system, and I had noticed some some abuses with students mm -hmm. from staff members and and whatnot, I figured how can I learn how to use the laws to better serve my community and the right. students, right? Yeah. So I did that, and by the time I was finishing up, like I said, I was already doing counseling at a charter school. So um, I uh, I figured that's what I want to do and start. I finished, took some time off, and went back and got my master's and uh and in educational counseling and you know and work towards it and and throughout that time i eventually ended up becoming a vp at that at that uh, charter school oh, wow. for two years because yeah. things were just flowing and 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 now i i want to go back and get my administrative credential yeah. because it's it, you know it i found it, it that it's my passion i like it yeah, yeah i like it That's just great. like i like to play records for fun and for people you know what i mean i like to be that 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 person that kids can relate to and that that I can be of service for. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I feel like representation is one of the things I feel like I talk yeah. a lot with community leaders, you know, see. whether they admit that they are leaders or not. I, I just feel like it's great to see people like us in positions right. of authority, or positions that we're like, hey, that's so cool. Like maybe that means I could do that, you know? It's, right. it's great. Right. It's great that you guys are opening up those yeah. doors. But that said, um, especially with like you mentioned going back to school, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that maybe doesn't get brought up. You know, people right. think, Oh shit, I miss my early twenties, maybe late teens, early twenties. And yeah, that's it. I guess I miss my, my time to go. My to window. School. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, never too late. Exactly. That's great. It, that's, it's never yeah. too late. And you know what we, every, every year in June or May, June, we hear the story of, 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 of an 89 year old grandmother <laughs> of a hundred kids graduating. Right. Yeah. But, they highlight like that one person, but in reality, there's a lot of adults graduating. Right. And, um, you know, my dad came, he, he got pulled out of third grade in Guadalajara so he could help, you know, yeah. grow the, the cornfields with, with my grandfather. Yeah. And he did that up until he was 16. And he came to Tijuana and then met my mom. My mom probably did up to seventh grade. You know, they got married, came to the United States and then, I was already born. I mean, I was already like four or five. Yeah. They went to night school and eventually my dad got his high school diploma and everything underneath. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He never said, I'm doing it to, to show you that it could be done. He just did it because he felt he, he needed that piece of paper That's for nice. a better paying job. Yeah. And my mom eventually, you know, she got her high school diploma and at the end she got a teaching credential for child development and she taught at a, at a, at a, a continuation school. Mm -hmm. Um, God, for like 17 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't even, I don't consider myself a first generation college student because <laughs> she did it, you know what I yeah. mean? And she never did it telling me, 
hey, if I did it, you can do it. No, you know what I mean? She just did it because she wanted oh, to get so that. It wasn't with the pressure, it was for her? It was for her, yeah. She just, she was in this job and that they, they offered her a little more, but she had to get cottage units. Right. And she just chipped away at it to the point where she got, a, uh, you know, she got her AA in child development. And then if, you know, she's got a teaching credential and, yeah. and she's teaching a class with, <laughs> with a bunch of girls and, and it's all brothers with us. You know what I mean? So yeah. we tease her still to this day. You know, decimos, estabas con todas tus hijas. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she loves babies. She never had a daughter. So yeah. she had like massive amount of daughters for 17 years. You know what I mean? That, That's awesome. That she yeah. cycled through and, and she enjoyed the job until she retired. But she never like, put that pressure yeah. on, on me or, or anyone else in my family and says, Yo lo hice, tú lo tienes que hacer. You know what I mean? Well, you know, that's definitely strange, especially in like a Mexican family. Because yeah. I feel like those, those kind of conversations are very common. I mean, this is not yeah. to diss on, on our community. It's just yeah. that sometimes it's, it's, we're very, you know, rough. We're raw, you know? Yeah. It, it helps. Sometimes it definitely helps. But sometimes right. it definitely stings, you know, especially yeah, when yeah. you for some reason aren't able to like fulfill uh, your parents' it, dreams for you. Right. Yeah. But, but that's great. I feel like it's those teachers, you know, the ones that want to teach, not, not right. just that want it as a paycheck, because yeah. I mean, let's be honest, they exist and we've all, they, had they do. And, and yeah. those are the people, I feel that those are the people that, that didn't get their feet wet. They just right. like, yeah. they graduated from high school and they were forced to go to college and they're like, Hey, okay, I'll get my, my liberal arts degree or I'll get my Spanish degree or whatever. And they're getting it. And then sometimes, you know, uh, recruiters from like the districts go out yeah. and pitch the, the programs for your teaching credentials. And they're like, hey, I could be a teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy. Hell no. Like, like right now, <laughs> we're working 15-hour days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I work from home. This is like one of my spaces. Mm-hmm. And mind you not, I have four kids that, that also do homeschool or do distance learning. Wow. Plus my wife teaches. So she gets to go to the school site. But she's putting in 10, 12 hour days as well. So it's not easy, but unfortunately, at least in California, the teaching profession is so protected by the unions that once you're, you're, you become tenure, it's, it's hard for you to get fired. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's those people that find how to skate through the whole uh, profession in their entirety of their career. Yeah. And just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And then they give the students the, the, you know, that bad experience. Yeah. Este, you know, right now in my current job, when I went and I, you know, I got it, I'm in National City right now, and I introduced myself to every classroom, yeah. and I told the kids, I go, hey, I might look like some of your deals. I go, you might even run into me because I go, I'm into low riding, I DJ, I know a lot of people, I get my hair cut in 63 barbershop, I go to Esquina, yeah. I go to Price Breaker, you know what I mean? Like, I was... And sure enough, three years later, there's this kid, they're like, hey, my dad knows you, or I saw you talking to my tío, and <laughs> I, I want them to be able to understand that we can do it. Yeah, and and when, I do my ser- when I do my serious talks with students about, about gangs or drugs or even just career options or life choices, mm-hmm. I tell them, hey, I can do it, so can you, but I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me yeah. because I, I've, I've had my ups and downs, and I've done my poor choices that have held me back right yeah. and kind of dragged my feet on my career and, uh, and other aspects of life where if i wouldn't have gone that route i probably would have i would be further on now but i don't regret it right it's a learning lesson but i tell them if you can avoid that learning lesson by not being like me but by being better than me yeah. then you'll be better off yeah learning from me rather than uh, yeah yeah no that's yeah great. Feel, don't, again, don't like, try to mimic me 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, again, that representation is so important because I know that I get inspired from it, especially with uh -huh. like local businesses. I love to see like the little renaissance that we're having, you know, this blow up I know. We're having with like local, local shops and everything. And I remember growing up and thinking like, oh, it'd be great. That's one thing I wanted to do. Just have my own place. Whether, you know, I thought I wanted to have an auto shop and maybe I, right. now I think I want to have a coffee shop or a bar. Right. Whatever yeah. it is, you know, those crazy things that get in your head. It's like, I could do that. Anyway, it's great to go into a place that you like and you're like, holy shit, that dude looks like me. Actually, I think yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Those little moments are what chips away or chips into your self-esteem and makes you think like, why shouldn't I? You know, why, right. why not look it up and maybe check out what it takes or what I have to do? And then, you know, that kind of snowballs and i feel like i'm sure you see it a lot with counseling a lot of times yeah. telling someone you know do better do better doesn't really help it's about more it does showing them how they could do better right. or that it is possible to do better because i remember right. uh back in i mean back when i was in middle school and high school i remember uh -huh. not really being able to see my counselor mostly right. because like sometimes you guys are completely overworked you mentioned it 450 yeah, we, students that's insane you know yeah and 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 honestly, you're right. We are overworked, especially like in the middle school arena yeah. and the high school area. I mean, there's three components we should be looking at, which is the social, emotional, academic, and career and college, right? Readiness. Right. But they're kind of separated. Like in the elementary is more social, emotional. Okay. And, in, and it's just kind of by dynamics, right? Because a lot of the kids are, are little, they're adjusting to school. So we got to address that more. In the middle school, they try to address the career in college and the academics. Yeah. So they lose focus of the social emotional. And then in high school, it's all about college and career readiness. Right. right. So then they lose focus of the other two words, like your academics drop because what you're shit out of luck now, homie. So you <laughs> yeah. forget, forget, forget your college axes. Right. Yeah. That is so interesting because I, I wonder how old that point, like that sort of format is because I definitely yeah. feel like I it's, went through that exact format, you know, because I it, remember having the all 50s. those, yeah it's from the 50s yeah oh, oh wow that's outdated <laughs> it, it is yeah and, and we're trying to revamp uh and i say we because across the nation we now we have an official association it's called right. ASCA, which is the association for uh you know counselors of america the school counselors of america but uh before it was just kind of like if you were having an issue like like the original job started because eras un desmadre go see the school counselor yeah and he would see him be like, you know what, man, you're, eres un desmadre en la escuela. You're not cut for school, dude. Yeah. This is what you're going to do. You're, you're going to go to auto shop. You can take all the mechanics classes because you're going to become a mechanic. Yep. So it was more just of a career count. They weren't working with your emotions, with your mental status, uh, and none of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then if they saw that you were high in academics, then they would pick you out and be like, hey, you know what? I think Stanford would be good for you. Yeah. But that was it. So you know, that... That yeah. applied up until like probably about 10 years ago, yeah. 10, 12 years ago, when the, when the association came on board and said, no, we're going to become structured. And this is like, we're going to run off of elements that, that are supported by data. Right. right? And so we want to, we want to address the issue before it happens. We're not, we're not, we're not wanting to sit there waiting for a kid to be thrown at us. We want to be proactive. So now I would say that 60% of my day is like jumping into classrooms teaching them about how, how to be responsible, how, how to be kind, how, you know what I mean? It's like all that stuff, you know? It's important it's a, stuff though. I feel like it's yeah, stuff it's that a, gets forgotten and stuff that like, especially in middle school, where middle school going into high school, when you're raging with tough. hormones and you're, you're about me, 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 me. I feel like it's yeah. very, 
important to make sure people have those yeah. like strong foundations that sometimes maybe they just don't have at home. That's one right. thing they, I feel they, like, yeah, it's forgotten because, hey, yeah. every kid doesn't get to go home to a picket fence with a nuclear family. You know exactly. What I mean? You're right. So yeah. Let's address that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even here with us, I mean, we're not the perfect family, but because of our jobs and, you know, their professions and their, you know right. what I mean? Their respectable professions, but sometimes they require from us that we got to work late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we have our open houses and sometimes it happens that at my job, we have open house the same day that it, it's at my kid's school. And it's like, oh, shit, yeah. what do I do? Do I quedo mal con el jefe or, or do I mm. skip my kid's stuff? You know what I mean? And pretend I already know what they were going to tell me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, things like that happen. Sometimes we just, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh. It, it never becomes perfect. And como dices, there's people that don't have that at all ever. Yeah. And it's like, cool. how do they survive that? Yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I just try to be that spoke on the wheel. Yeah. You know that, Hey, I, I, I might not make the difference, but at least I can give them that spark. And if I can't help them, maybe somebody that I know can, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that, especially because like looking back to school, there's a lot of teachers I appreciate, but yeah. I can't tell you one thing that maybe they said. Like, it's not like right. the movies where you're like, my teacher once told me, you know, it's yeah. just, I remember liking them. I remember making me yeah. feel good and making me feel like I could do it. I don't know how they did yeah. it. I don't remember what they said, yeah. especially back in like elementary days. More in yeah. high school, I, I could maybe quote one or two things from some teachers that I was like, oh, that. But it wasn't impactful or whatever. Right. It was more for yeah. more or less the, the way they made me feel because it was like, oh, shit. Like, you can tell they like what they're doing, you know? And yeah. I remember walking out of their class like, oh, man, I can take on the fucking world. Like, yeah, let's yeah. do this, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> right. so it's great. It's, you know, I've always appreciated teachers for that because I sometimes it's definitely easy to tell, you know, the good ones for the bad. And I right. understand people got their life and maybe – you know, maybe I met a teacher in that one year that they weren't good, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and one thing is. I tell, and one thing I tell my coworkers and, uh, sometimes my, my administrator will be like, Hey, tone it down. But I, I'm, I'll tell them, Sabes que, if you don't like what you're doing, yeah, there's a door, you know, that's, Yo, that's someone's gotta uh, say it. Someone's gotta say it. You know what I mean? And, and my, my administrators are like, Hey dude, you can't say like that, you know, cause you're number one, you're their peer. Yeah. Number two is like, if you're going to say there's other ways to say it, I'm like, well, it's reality. If you're, if you're not enjoying your job, cause that's, that's what I tell the kids, yeah. find a job that that's not going to pay you a million dollars. Find a job that's going to make you feel good about yourself. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, you're the one that has to go every day, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, there are people that make a lot of money, but guess what? They spend like 80% of their life on an airplane. Yeah. And yeah. are they really enjoying the money? Are they really being happy? I, they'll tell you. In private, yeah. they'll tell you no. Or, or a lot of times, uh, people will also go after, and, and I understand that, you know, yeah. it's sort of what we tell kids, you know, go for the doctor, go for the lawyer, go for the big ones, you know, which is great. Right. A lot of yeah. people do enjoy what they do, but some people yeah. don't, you know, but it's, again, that pressure. And yeah. and sometimes it's just about finding what makes you happy, which I, I understand it's a whole other thing that's yeah. hard to find sometimes, but. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know what? Everybody has a talent. And, and. And I'm glad that you brought that up about, you know, we tell the kids to be doctor, lawyers, professors. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, I, I believe that college is not for everyone and, and it's okay. You know what I mean? But if you want to make it happen, you can. But uh, so for career days, I like to bring in people that are average Joes. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, 
obviously we want to bring in the professionals and those that did the, the college life, but I also want to bring in the foreman from NASCO that says, Hey, right. I learned how to weld. I went to trade school and I got educated and I'm moving up in the world, even though it's at the shipyard, but right. I'm not just a welder, nothing against a welder, but it's like, you know, you want to progress. Right. I, I once had, I had a student one time when she told me when I graduate, I want to, I want to work at a Jack in the box. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But just don't be the cashier, like move up. Yeah. She became a manager. Oh, she shit. managed a store for like 10 years for by, by herself. And that's eventually amazing. she got, she got her, her MBA eventually. And I, she's up in Orange County. I don't know, working at some firm. That's insane. But see, I feel like that's, but, that's what's interesting because if that kid, if someone would have told that kid, like, no, no, no. What do you mean? Jack in the box? No, go, that's go, loca, to, you know what I mean? yeah, that's yeah. Loca, go to college. Like go be a teacher. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? You know what I mean? She'd be stuck being yeah. a teacher and she'd hate her job. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's, and that's crazy. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's my dream. So she lived her dream and now she's working somewhere in the corporate world with a degree that she never even talked about having. Well, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of times also you're asking 16, 17 year olds what yeah. you want to do for the rest of your life. And that's a yeah. heavy question. I, it, I, is. it is. You know, so but it's interesting because a lot of times you're in a mindset. I mean, not just because you're younger, but sometimes like that girl was in a mindset yeah. that she wanted to work at Jack in the Box. She didn't yeah. know what was going to become of it. You know, right. But it's about, exactly. you know, it's about chasing your dream and then keep going you know como dices, right dale, and, and if you like it then you 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 know you keep going and if you don't you like i tried it and i you know what i mean like when i was in high school my my thing was i wanted to have a shop right you know, a custom shop you know one-stop shop with, with low riders and whatnot because i'm into low riding uh and i did get to work at a shop with with sal manzano if if, if you ever heard from him the painter yeah I think he does can, candy paint jobs and all that and you know i got to work with him in the early 90s yes they that's why I found out I don't want to, I don't want to own a shop because no matter how much work or extra work you do for a client, yeah. they're going to expect more and they're going to nitpick. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I'd rather do it as for myself. Yeah, like a hobby. I don't mind helping my friends, but as a hobby, you know what I mean? And I would help friends primer the cars. I did some spot paint jobs, but I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life and have customers always complaining. Why didn't you do this? When it's like, I did something extra, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then I found my niche in education and it eventually became my passion. And Yeah, well, it's interesting you even say that, you know, that you found your passion and you found something yeah. you you feel so strongly about. And obviously right. you're very dedicated. But I mean, right. that doesn't stray away from the fact that you've also found a happy place within your DJing, right? I feel like that's right. another thing that we aren't told when we're younger that, hey, sure, change the career you want. But that doesn't mean yeah. you can't do anything else, right? Like yeah. be multifaceted, right. have hobbies, and maybe those hobbies become a hustle. And that yeah. hustle opens up other doors and maybe you yes. leave your career and you follow your hustle. Like, I feel like, um, right. you know, like your life is so organic and it just keeps changing and we have to allow ourselves to change with it, you know, and right. it might be for the better, might be for the worst. And you bounce back and you try it all over again. You know, that's right. And, and, you know, one thing that, that is not always mentioned, especially with kids that are into sports is have yeah. a plan B right. because, you know, like there's, you know, they start through little league or pop Warner and in their mind, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go to college because I want to be a pro player. Right. But it was like, dude, you know, you got to do the breakdown here. Hold on a minute. Yeah, you got to yeah. have a plan B because, oh, no, 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 I don't because I'm going to be a superstar. Yeah. You know how many superstars broke their ankles <laughs> and have no degree, have no job, have nothing because, because of the injury. Right. Yeah. And so you got to have a plan B. And, you know, I started DJing for fun, just for the family. And eventually 
I was DJing around the neighborhoods and, uh, you know, I kept at it and, and it has allowed me to pay some bills. You know what I mean? It has put me through some tough times, you know, like a float. And nowadays I rather go donate my time for, for a cause right. than, than go play at a crazy party that might get shot up. You know what I mean? Like I said, I have four <laughs> kids and, yeah. You know, even if they're going to pay me well, it's like, I'd rather donate my time during the day. Well, it's interesting. I go mean, home and be with my family. And you were given that opportunity to, to share that time because yeah. you followed something that you enjoyed. You know what I mean? I mean, right. maybe it started as a hustle, but now you're seeing it more as a thing that, you know, I mean, I'm sure you could have donated your time, maybe like helping with the food or helping with right. the tickets or whatever. But yeah. now you're presenting something else that you're like, hey, you know, I want to help. And this is how I can help. Yeah. That's and I do incorporate, I do incorporate it with, with my, with my job. Yeah. Uh, when I went for my interview, uh, I remember a, a former coworker of mine, she saw my resume yeah. and on the bottom I had, you know, that I've been DJing for, she's like, why? She's like, take that off. I'm like, why? She's like, no se mira bien, quitero la chingada. I'm like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, I've been doing that for 30 years almost. Why not? So I, I didn't take it off. And you know, after, after certain interviews, you, you know, there's a pattern and the last question is always, is there anything you want to add? Yeah. Right. And, um, so sure enough, I added, I go, Hey, I've been DJing for close to 30 years. Uh, I'm very heavily involved with the community. I, I have resources that I tap into and, you know, I've worked with this foundation. I've done with this charity work and I've done this and that. And in January, the superintendent who oversees all the schools in national city yeah. and her right-hand person were walking around. Well, her right-hand person is the one that, that interviewed me. Mm -hmm. So they're walking around and they run into me and they're like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. And they're like, how you like the school you're at? I'm like, shit, I love it. Yeah. She's like, well, we, she's like, we picked you specifically for this school because there was a lack of, of, of communication between the, the school and the community. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, and then she told me that you DJed and you, that you were working with all these charities and all these other agencies. She's like, that's perfect. So they looked at that right. and they so, saw that. So it did matter. Right. It did matter. Right. Yeah. And then, and so now with my lessons, like in, in January, right. It's uh kindness awareness month. So I always play a song by the staple singer, which is reach out, touch a hand. And it says, make yeah. a friend, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll play for that. I'll play that song with the lyrics and stuff, you know, on the board and the kids get into it. And, and you would think not, but they start singing it. They're bopping their head to it. And then, you know, there's a, a whole other slew of songs that I can use. You know what I mean? Yeah. During no, this whole great. COVID thing, yeah. during this whole COVID thing, I was, uh, I, I did a video for them and I used, uh, 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 the Dr. Dre, the chronic album. Obviously I didn't play the music, yeah. but I just showed them and I talked about how, you know, following your career path and your aspirations and, yeah. and, you know, I mean, and obviously the kids know about him and they know the music. So they, they connect to it right away, you know, and, and they're you like, know, okay, well, yeah, you know, did it's it. Funny. So can I. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because a lot of times when when you encounter someone from school, you know, you see them mm -hmm. as an authority figure, right? It's like that right. one person, they're over there, I'm over here. Even seeing you guys outside of school is weird. It's like, wait, yeah. the teacher has a life, <laughs> you know? I know, right? They, they, yeah. There are some kids that, act, in, especially the younger ones, they like, in their mind, they think you live at the school. Yeah, so, exactly. So that's why I prepared them when, when yeah. I introduced myself that I was like, you're going to run into me. I go, I, you know, I, I go to lowrider shows. I do this, I do that. Yeah. And I have, I have ran into them and they, they're, you know, the ones that, that weren't there during those initial conversations are yeah. shocked. Right. Yeah. But then the ones that were, they're, they're like, they'll run up and say hi. And some yeah. will shake my hand. Some will give me a hug. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's great and, because I feel yeah. like it humanizes and it definitely gaped, gap, uh, closes the gap between like school and real life because school right. is real life, right? I feel like exactly. a lot of times kids step out of school and they're like, all right, I don't have to think about that. Maybe for homework, uh-huh. that's it. But it's good right. to to take off that like uh, divide because it makes them realize right. that it's real life. It's preparing them for what's next, you know? And it makes right. them realize that, I mean, you're human. You like music, you love music and uh, right. low, low riders and things like that. I feel like yeah. that's, what, that's part of what makes, you know, it's the package of a good teacher or someone in school that really cares for you. You know, it's a person that right. has their life and, you know, they're just trying to help. Yeah. You know, there, I had my auto shop teacher and, um, you know, you, you mentioned about how you couldn't really remember of a teacher that you could say inspired yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And he, he did, but very subtly, but kind of by accident. And I didn't know till, till I was going to graduate. Like he always said, Oh yeah, I race, but he actually has a drag racer. Like he oh, tours, he's yeah. already retired, but, um, we had the very, uh, disrespectful relationship as a student to teacher. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he ended up choking me out one day. Oh, wow. Like, like yeah. I mean, because I pissed him off Hands so bad, on, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, he knew he fucked up since I ronel in a tool room. And um, like, he was bawling in there, right? So about 20 minutes later, like, he comes out, he calls me in there. And I'm like, fuck, either he's going to, you know, fucking write me a referral or, yeah. or he's going to want to kick my ass or something, right? So I go <laughs> in there and he closes the door. And he starts crying again and he apologizes, right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I've never even touched my kids like that. I'm yeah. sorry. He's like, I fucked up. And he's like, no matter what you did, he's like, I'm wrong. He's like, you just got to understand. And he's like, you caught me at a wrong moment. You're always, he's like, he told me straight out, he's like, you're always fucking picking on me. And I let it slide. And just today is, is not good for me. And I'm like, so he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, shit dude i go you got everything to lose i don't care you know what i mean i was <laughs> yeah you were on your own thing yeah yeah este, and we left it like that and and you know we kind of created this this bond is more of a friendship and even after i graduated like he would allow me to work on cars at the shop okay. right and um and that's when i found out that he was actually drag racing right yes but from so from there on that, it took all of that for you guys to get close Ironically. Yeah, it took all of that. But then it was like, once I found out he was drag racing and all that, I was like, oh, shit, there, there is another side to him besides him being yeah. a jerk. Or at least me thinking he was a jerk because I was late and he was marking me tardy. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, I was like, all right, cool. You're into this. And then you're into the racing circuit and cool. And I got primo that do that up in Pomona. And mm-hmm. turns out that he knew my cousins. And it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 it becomes normalized. It's like you're just not the professor or the teacher, right? Yeah, I feel like, again, that gap sometimes isn't closed. And as much as teachers try, you know, which I've seen them try, (laughs) uh, a lot of times it doesn't go through, you know. Uh, Maybe some kids, you know, at first are like, oh, this is just condescending. Like, we get it. We get it. You're cool, you know. But for those people that it does go through, it helps, you know, because it's like, oh, especially like in your case, you're interested in in the car scene, right? So you hear someone that you obviously didn't like and – yeah, uh, that is into that. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they are cool. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, honestly, fucking like, cause I graduated back in '93, probably about ten years ago. I found out that originally he was into low riding. Oh wow. And like, and and you know what I mean. And then and he grew up like, like five blocks from from where I grew up. 
Right. You know what I mean? Obviously he grew That's up in the sixties, so I wasn't even around then, but I was like, Oh shit, we have so much more in common. Yeah. And and now we're we're good friends and we talk and you know, me and he's like, Oh yeah, I used to live on this block and you know, I had I used to have a Corvair with hydraulics and this and that and but it, it it's a trip. You know, you start if you have those conversations with the kids where you, you let yourself be a little vulnerable as a professional, yeah. right? Without being uh, disrespectful, yeah. uh, right? Uh, you're you're going to allow them to be open and maybe share some of their, their thoughts and be able to share some of what their passion might be or, or even inspire them, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you mentioned about middle school. That's where, where you know, pitching, like you said, raging hormones and you're trying to find your identity you don't know if you want to bang with the red or the blue or you want to play basketball or you want to be a swimmer or a skater or what you want to do, right? Yeah. But that's where you're trying to find yourself. And, and especially those are the kids that I always see as need the most help. Yeah. That those are the ones that you want to have those relaxed conversations and want to be vulnerable with and, and let them know what you're about because maybe they're like, damn, you know what I mean? I, I want to go into counseling or... I want to open up a coffee shop. I didn't know your compadre owns a coffee shop. That's fucking cool. I want to do that. You know what I mean? You know, and, yeah. And again, it's, it's the people around you. You mentioned it earlier, but it's good to surround yourself with people that are positive, right? Because right. we all have the haters, even within our groups. Sometimes right, yeah. we don't even know it. We take it like, haha, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe that is stupid. But we don't realize that that's, that that's just haters, you know, yeah. dressed as friends. Totally. But that's why it's funny that you mentioned how, how involved your community is or our communities are with Dalegas, the scholarship, right? because um, like with Remene, I, I, I mean, I interviewed him a couple months ago, had no idea. Right. I mean, I think he mentioned you in the episode, I think he's like, oh, shout out to neighborhood DJ, but I didn't know it was yeah. you, you know, and right. yeah. that's why it's interesting that it's, it's, it is, it's great that National City has such a great community, but I feel like the right. South Bay in general, there's so much love and it's good to try to be part of it, you know? Support, right. whether it's local businesses or local scholarships or thing like that. Right. But I was going to mention with that, uh, where can we find, where can we help? If we want to help Dalegas, we want to reach right. out uh, with the vets or anything uh, like that. They can, they can always uh, email us at, at Dalegas Scholarship at Gmail. And then we're on, on Instagram as well at, at, at underscore Dale underscore Gas underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we started writing paperwork for to become nonprofit, right? But after after speaking to some mentors of mine mm-hmm. that have helped me a lot with this, uh, they they enlightened me to go better off with foundation. Okay. Because it gives you a, it opens a lot more doors. So we kind of we scrapped it. So we're we're rewriting everything to become an actual foundation. Foundation. It'll oh, still great. be nonprofit, but but it 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 gives you more opportunities, not for you, but for the actual process and the students that you're targeting. Yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting. I feel like the less red tape, the better, right? Cause at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know, you just want to help and the easier, right. I mean, when I say right. easy, I mean just the quicker it can be more of a transaction right. with the students and the community, right. the better. Right. Yeah. Because my goal and and I think I wrote this on the paper was that create the scholarship and then walk away from it and let, like a school run it, like let, let, um, let it be their baby. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. just a creator and I'm gone. But uh, as it, as it evolved throughout the what five years now that we're in it, wow. it's like the goal is that hopefully we can offer it to at least one student in every middle school in the County, because I don't see, you know, I, I grew up in Logan Heights. I still live here. And, you know, I, I, I do a lot of work in national city and, but I don't see that as just my community. I see, 
San Diego County as my community, right? Right. Yeah. And 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 honestly, if somebody in in the Bay Area was to give me a call and say, Sasuke, can you help us with this? Yeah. That's my community too, because I'm yeah. I'm Californian, right? Yeah. And if somebody in Miami called me, well, guess what? Uh, I'm Chicano, and hell yeah, I'll go help you out there. You know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. So so the goal of it is to to eventually one day do it countywide, yeah. and and walk away from it and let a board run it and let it be their baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's great. So, so with that said, we work right now under the umbrella of the Logan Avenue consortium, which is the association that oversees the businesses on, on Logan Avenue right there in body Logan Heights. Yeah. And uh, so if people want to donate and they, they want, they want to do a tax write off, we can do that. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, they can always just donate via Venmo if it's a small amount. Um, and we do an annual vinyl thon, which is a party, mm-hmm. and we we the DJs pay to play for a set, right? Okay. In addition, we do raffles, which is like we're los titos and uh, dice, uh, one clothing and tribal and you know H O six one nine. They all donate stuff so we could raffle. Yeah, that's uh our our, our money maker of the year, right? But this year because of the COVID, um, what we did we started and we 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 started doing these these t-shirts shirts yeah and, and we had already thought about just doing it in march because baseball season was going to start and we're like hey just you know something for yeah, baseball yeah yes they and uh mario lopez the og mario lopez from yeah. uh toltec uh media shout out to him he created it and i i hit him up in march and um he had create me a layout but then the covid hit and it was like fuck dude put it on pause <laughs> but then in july when they said baseball season's opening i'm like hey Let's do it. Finish it. We're going to run it. And he had it with me within hours. And then uh, Julio and the crew from Season Size ran them. And so right now we've been picking up, uh, you know, funds through the sales. And, you know, we sell them through the Instagram page. And uh, Esquina opened up the, the, the space for us to sell it there. So if you go pick up a coffee, you can pick it up there. You know, we have the, the baseball tees and we have tank tops as well and masks. But, you know, those are some of the avenues of how we, uh, we, get, we gather funds. And um, since we can't do our vinyl thon, you know what I mean? Because that, that, was our, that was our bread and butter, you know, every year. And, you know, and it's like you come out for and have a good time and you're giving back to the community and yeah. shit. Most well, again, likely you end up winning something. Yeah, well, again, like I, I feel like it's great because it just goes to show how it is the community helping each other. And you, right. I mean, you're super humble about it, but you mentioned that you're like, oh, it's not really me. It's, it's the community. Yeah. It's all of us giving back. And that's great because it goes to show that it, this isn't just a personal victory for you. This isn't right. something it's on your badge. This isn't, you know, something that yeah. you want to scratch off. It's this is more or less is you seeing an issue and wanting to do something about it. And, right. you know, it's, it's honest, it's real. And especially yeah. because you encounter it every day, you know, right. I, mean, I encounter issues, but not a lot of us do anything about it. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I stay. Yeah. yeah it, it, at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about, it's about inspiring the kids yeah. to, to do something beyond high school. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I don't have a problem. If you want to be a tattoo artist, well, guess what? Go to trade school. You know what I mean? Where they teach you about arts and stuff because yeah. yeah, some people have it in them and they have that skill, like born skill to just do art. Right. Yeah. But if you go to school, you're going to hone it down and you're going to get a lot better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you talk to Mr. Cartoon, I mean, he honed down his skill big time yeah. throughout the course of the years. I mean, he was airbrushing at the beginning and doing graffiti work. And I, I mean, now it's like world-renowned artist in all facets of life. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. shit. I don't know if you know, but he just he just did some top baseball cards with like 
shit. Uh, Tony Gwynn and, and uh, Jackie Robinson and, and uh, Clemente and others. Yeah. Go on his Instagram page and check out his work that he's done. And it's like, yeah. with his flavor, but it's like, tops hit him up. It's like, who would, <laughs> who would have thought, right? You know what I yeah. mean? And, and those are the kind of people that I expose the kids to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like community people, like people that yeah. are like chasing what they want to do. And I feel yeah. like that's, that's important because, again, representation, but also because, right. like, hey, you can open your own door. Like, yes, there's these like teacher jobs, right. and firefighter jobs, and doctor yeah. jobs. But hey, if there isn't a job out there for you, why not make it? You know, make right. a job for yourself. You know, yeah. chase what you like and, yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right now, with, with the, I've done some talks with the, because I worked with the, with the, kids that with the community and college not community college i'm sorry with the court and community schools which are the kids that are on probation and yeah you know they've been in and out of the hall and with them i used a couple of videos from lowrider magazine nice. you know the lowrider role models and i i showed them the ones from san diego because there's i think a, probably about four or five role models now that came out of san diego on those yeah. episodes yeah for sure. and you know javier the x-man being one miguel from la vuelta is another one yeah uh so I show it to them and then I'm like, Hey dude, these people walk your street. They, they, they're like, they're, they could be your neighbor. They could, you could run into them next weekend at a car show because these are people that live in San Diego and, and you know, if they could do it, you could do it. It doesn't matter what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and I, yeah. I tell them about the links and I, I tell the teachers, let them go on them. I go, you know what I mean? Because some of the stories that you hear on those are like, you would have never expected, you know what I mean? Like, one of them is like he runs all the financial for the Bellagio group yeah. up in Vegas. You know what I mean? Mira's all tatted up, but it's like <laughs> dude from the field in, in Central Valley. Yeah, but he's doing his shit, yeah. He's doing his shit, you know yeah. what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and those are the, yeah. the things that I, I want to show the kids that your average person can do average things yeah. and a lot more. Yeah, especially because a lot of times we put our own barriers, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's whether it's self-esteem or it's you know your surroundings sometimes like well right you know you think you're growing up wherever you never heard you are you're like well this is where i'm at and this is where i'm gonna stay and this is all i'm ever gonna do and yeah. whether it's a barrier or not because some people that's what they want yeah still like sometimes it's in ourselves so it's those little things again that teachers and counselors and and mentors right. and people in our community show us that may let yeah. us know that hey shit anything's possible you know, and, yeah like, exactly anything's possible and you know that's why i i was stubborn to try and stay in working south of the eight, yeah. like the school south of the eight, because I wanted to work in a place that was not close to home because it's convenient for me, yeah. but because it's relevant, right. meaning that, that I can relate to them and they can relate to me. And I didn't want to be that person that I tell them how it is. And they're like, you don't know about it. Cause you don't even live here. Yeah. Cause you know we I mean? all have those people in our lives. Right. Like, what are you What are you talking about? You're reading from a pamphlet. You don't know what. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, shit. If you look on social media, I mean, it's like there's uh, educators, and I'm not trying to put them out, put them down, but I am going to point it out. Yeah. Like you'll see, like they'll come out and they'll be like, "Oh, spent some time in the barrio, oh. learned a lot." Oh. It's yeah. like, it's like, cool. Thanks for coming out. But you know what? Yeah. Don't go to your classroom and yeah. tell your kids I can relate to you now because I was in ba in Barrio Logan Heights. No, that's kind of that's not the way it works. It's like. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't go to uh, La Jolla and tell the kids, oh, I understand your struggle. Yeah, exactly. I, I, might, I might be able to relate to your frustrations of like not getting what you want. Right. Right. But, you won't but maybe you're not getting it because your mom don't want to give it to you. 
but I couldn't get it because we couldn't afford it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Different problems, same frustration. You know, it's funny. There's a different ways to approach it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's, and yeah, it definitely goes a long way um, with people that, you know, they're growing up and having a hard time. Cause like you mentioned, a lot of times the people on the top, you know, they're getting yeah. cherry picked by big schools and, and all right. That and the kids in the middle have all the attention, you know, whether it's good or bad, but they have all the attention because, uh-huh. yeah. you know, it's like, well, they're either figure it out or you're getting kicked out. And it's those kids in right. the middle. But those kids yeah. in the middle are the ones that benefit from those little things, you know, that uh-huh. it's like, shit, man, if someone just listened to me, maybe I could do better. You yeah. Know? And it just, it just takes. And, and, and there's some that, that are looking for that push. They're, yeah. they're looking for that push. And, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm fortunate, like I said, that, you know, my parents are still around and they still support me. And you do got to have that support mechanism. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned about growing up in the box and my, my mentality was like that, you know what I mean? Because of the choices I made, I was like, shit, I'm stuck to just DJing here. And this is all I mean, all I know. Right. Right. Yeah. But eventually jobs were coming up and I was like, you know, like, fuck it, you know, they're going to pay me. I'll go. And, yeah. and my friends were like, Hey, wait, that's pendejo. You're going to, they're going to fucking jump you. They're going to take your shit. I'm like, Anyway, you want me to play for you for free? They're going to pay me how many money talks, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because of that, I've met, I've met so many people. I've got it to travel. I mean, uh, the furthest I've gone is to Chicago. Yeah. And, it, and it was because they met me at, at a club playing oh, wow. here in San Diego. That's great. And then about a year later, they had a party and they hit me up. They're like, are you down to come? I'm like, are you down to pay? And they're like, fuck yeah, we'll fly you out. <laughs> And, oh, you know, yeah. I went and spent like a week in Chicago and, and, and got to play and got paid for it. And, you know what I mean? And yeah. met even more people that now we're good friends with on social media. And when they come out, they, they'll visit. They hit you up. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's awesome. Yeah. 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 Again, but I feel it, like it's not cutting our own wings. You know what I mean? It's saying, yeah. fuck it. Dale gas. Yeah. Let's do it. Dale gas. Yeah. And, and at, the, at the end of the day, we can't do it alone. You know what I mean? Oh, we got to yeah. have that support. You know, if it's not from family, it's got to be from friends or even, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your your baby mama, whoever, you know what I mean? But you got to have the support system where yeah, I agree. where you can go on back and have that conversation like what we were talking about, the, the podcast with, with the Dalegas Confidential. That is, if you're fr- frustrated with the job or, or the course you're taking, have that outlet, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes and be able all to you got to do is talk it out, right? Because I, yeah. I've been in a situation. I'm, I'm lucky to have, lucky enough to have a great foundation with my family and a good group right. of friends. To where yeah. sometimes I'm like, you know, just like, oh, this is bullshit. And I talk it out, and I realize like, yeah. huh, maybe I'm just being an asshole. And like, it just takes yeah. someone to listen to realize like, oh shit, maybe I'm the problem. Like, you want to know something? <laughs> yeah. Right now, uh, throughout the summer, I, I like I've been taking uh, trainings from the county office of education, yeah, um, because of the COVID and because of social justice, right. because of you know I mean, especially how things turned out after Everything George Floyd, on. yeah, and and one of the trainings was helping people without saying anything, huh. and and you hit you hit it right now where it's like sometimes people just want to be heard, yeah, but they don't want an answer because they're answering themselves, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like you said, maybe you're like, oh shit, maybe I am being a jerk about it. Or, or as you're talking about it, like, well, I should have just talked to the other person because I'm wasting my time with this person. You know what I mean? Maybe they have a point. You know what I mean? Those little things that you're like, maybe it isn't that big a deal. Like I could just ignore it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You work yourself, you work it out yourself. And and the person there is like, just looking at you like, cool. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, one thing I I would stress on that though, is that you tell the person is like, tell them, Hey, I want to talk to you about something, but like, I, I don't want advice. I just want somebody to hear me out. 
Oh, like be honest so, about it? Like to be straight yeah. up and be like, hey, listen. Be straight up just, because, yeah. yeah, because me as, a, as, as the school counselor, like if you're telling me something right, in my mind is already like, well, shit, what if he tries this? Try or what if I tell him to call so-and-so? But sometimes you don't want, you, that's not what you're looking for. You just want somebody to listen to you. And, yeah. and, and I've been in that situation where, like you said, I'm, I start spilling my guts out. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, there was the answer. I'm like, never mind, wait, forget it. And I was thanks for listening. <laughs> but, but we do need that, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and we need that support system. And, you know, having them there, whether it's a strong foundation or not. But, hey, if, if your dad or your mom can't help you, fucking try with a tia or try with a neighbor, you know what I mean? Some, yeah. some people are inspired by total strangers and fuck it, you know what I mean? They become their role models and it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I definitely agree. I feel like, it, again, looking for that support system is just as important as looking for something to do. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, it's great to be confident and it's great to have great self-esteem, but a lot of right. that is built through your support system of those that have your corner. Right. Corner. Yeah. And, and you know what? Self-esteem is a big thing. I mean, I, like, I, shit, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been DJing for so many years and I'm, I'm microphone shy and people don't, they're like, yeah, oh, right. Really? They won't believe me. That's interesting. Yeah. Pero este, and, and that does touch on my self-esteem where it's like shit am i going to stutter am i going to say the wrong word am i going to cuss right. too much yeah. uh because I, I i can do that you know what i mean so like when i play for school it's hard <laughs> it's or even when i talk like when yeah. i'm doing a full-blown presentation a whole uh, an assembly with like 200 kids yeah and like i start flowing and i'm like you gotta slow down dude because you're gonna fucking drop an f-bomb or yeah. Or, or a shitload or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, pace yourself. Yeah. And because sometimes you, I'll compensate because of my self-esteem with cuss words or whatnot, right. you know what I mean? Or you use it like a crutch. It's like your yeah. um or your, uh, uh -huh. yeah. No, I, exactly. I, get it I do that sometimes too. And it, it's come out a couple of times of my family yeah. and I get the yeah. chocolate, man. It's like, oh, yeah. dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I'm yeah. in friend mode right now and I got to uh -huh. switch it to family mode. All <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's, I can totally relate to it. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like you said, is you just got to go for it. You know what I mean? And no matter what, be willing to ask. And if they say no, you got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, especially if you do it in a private setting, they don't, nobody's going to know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if, and if know, they go and say, man? and who cares, right? You stand up, you wipe yourself off and you keep going. You exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, you know, it, it, it like I said, I, I've had a supporting cast that's been behind me and, you know, obviously my kids, you know, the wife, if they even neighborhood friends, you know what I mean? Like I got people that are in the pen that write letters to me and they're like, Hey, keep doing what you're doing. That's great. By the way, keep an eye out for my nephew or my kid, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, they know they can't be there for them, but maybe I can. And they're actually being there for me as well because they're, Emotional. they're giving me validation that what I'm doing is, is, Maybe not right, but it's good. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? No, I could definitely relate to that, especially when you're, um, well, not especially, but in, in yeah. a way when you're doing something creative. Um, right. Like, for example, for me, is this podcast right now. Like, I, I'm right. pretty creative. I, I did music in high school, like, all through elementary, okay. middle school, and high school. I've always nice. been, like, just trying to, like, express myself somehow, right? And right. it used to be music. And uh, it became like also like sports, like I surfed and I skated and uh -huh. all these like things. And and when I started doing this, one thing that I kept telling myself is like, who's gonna listen? Like, uh, what yeah. am I doing? Like, I, yeah. I want to do it, but like, does it matter? Or should I do it? Uh -huh. And it was always those friends that would hit me up and be like, hey man, like I listened to, I didn't listen to all of it, I could, didn't have time, but right. it was awesome. I listened what I could, and it was great. And it's like, 
Yeah. They have no idea how much that means it means to me. Yeah, to it me. means a lot. It, yeah, I, it, yeah. I, I could relate to it, dude, because you know when you told me that you didn't know about it until I posted it, and um, just recently that we're on on Apple, yeah. and like Chica's been behind the scenes doing like like getting it on the platforms, right? And we yeah. started with just SoundCloud, For sure. and you know we would mention it out there, but deep down inside, I was like, I know that SoundCloud, not everybody listens to SoundCloud, but I would still put yeah. it out there, right? Yeah. And then probably about three weeks ago, we went, we moved up to Spotify and Google and a couple other platforms. Right. And he said, in a week or two, we're going to be on Apple. Right. And, um, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like that means, <laughs> that means we're moving up in the world. And, yeah, for sure. and honestly, for, you know, people say you can get paid doing it. Right. But for me, it's, it's not even about that. It's yeah. just about sharing stories exactly. and sharing resources most importantly. Right. Yeah. But it, it's a, it, it is a good avenue to, to meet new people and share stories. And, you know, um, like I started hearing yours because, because of Renee. He's like, hey, compa, I'm going to, you know, yeah. they interview me for South A and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, feed me, you know. So I've been listening to them. But it's, I appreciate it and I relate to what you're saying that when they give you that feedback, it's like, fuck yeah, it feels good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it definitely boosts the self-esteem. And like a lot of times, yeah. like I still get the little things where it's like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe there isn't a whole lot of people that are listening. But to right. me, like if one person gets anything out of it, right. it was worth the hour that I recorded and the hour yeah. that I edited, like, oh, I'm good. Uh -huh. Like that's all I care, I care about, you know? Yeah, and you know, and, and that's that's our goal, you know what I mean? You know, as a whole, because, you know, Chicle besides being an artist he's he's an educator right, so he's yeah. he's a he's an administrator you're, now you're all a motley crew of like very professional very like down-to-earth people that's what i was right. saying some of the introductions that you're yeah. having and it, it's like a bunch of people talking about low riders and it's like oh yeah but i'm also a counselor oh and i'm a teacher uh, oh and i'm yeah. a, a professional dj and it's like oh yeah shit, like see it, awesome. like one thing and i think you caught it but Be like a lot of people don't know that beto taught for like three or four years at memorial oh, no way seriously yeah he was teaching um uh music and the history of music and you know i mean it was like he was doing some elective courses and, and he was he was he worked there for like three years with me oh wow and uh and honestly like i've tried to push to go get his teaching credential yeah uh, but i see that like right he's literally worked so hard to get where he's at yeah and that's his passion you know what i mean but he could totally be that one teacher that you would love to have in school oh yeah, and be like sure. fuck yeah mr Perez, you know he was the shit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's a trip. I think if, if like somebody sketched us out, they'd be like, who the fuck are these like rug rats? You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's what's awesome. Yeah. That's what's so real about, about the podcast, but also just the community, you know, because, yeah. you know, we look up and a lot of us look up and you're like, oh, you look like my tío or you look like yeah. my grandpa. You know what I mean? Like you look like people we know. So to outside yeah. people, maybe they look inside and they're like, what the hell is this? But that's right. not who we're making it for. Right. I feel like a right. lot of, especially, I mean, specifically with my podcast, mine's in Spanish. Okay. Right. Uh -huh. And it's yeah. a lot of like, like Mexican American uh, references and it's called South right. Bay. It's very specific, you know? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And even though yours isn't specific, I do get that vibe of community. I mean, yeah. you guys constantly reference the community. You, you always give him props to Esquina. It's all those little right. things that people like us that were yeah. from here are like, Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And, I know and, those guys. Yeah. And, and eventually, yeah, eventually our goal is to go on tour. Oh, shit, meaning yeah. yeah meaning like shit maybe one day be at barrio dog or yeah, i don't know maybe some maybe yeah. someday be at pokies down in downtown <laughs> or whatever you know what i mean if they allow yeah. the space where yeah where you know when we record obviously it's closed but it 
just allowing them the space because they those are people that that do give back to the community very quietly you know what i mean and it's like shit we got to show them love somehow you know what i mean yeah definitely and uh it's it's a life is a give and take and people helping each other out and 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 just having the will of of doing it you know i mean like i said you uh i had thought of the 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 podcast and in march when the COVID hit you know a lot of people were starting to do it and i I think you were already on board because i think i had already seen it i had a little bit bit before uh covid i I had bought everything and yeah. then it hit and I was like, shit, yeah. how am I gonna have people over? <laughs> like it, right. it kind of threw a wrench in everything, but yeah. Yeah. So the original plan was to start recording like August, September, so we could start putting out for yeah. the fall and, and winter. And uh when I had talked to Chicla about the idea, he was like, Hey, let me know how I could how I could help you. I was like, Well, fuck, if you're down, you know me, I need a coast. I think that would be good. Yeah. Cause it goes back to that self-esteem and that confidence that even though I can I DJ'd and I can I feel like I could talk on the mic, yeah. but can I really in, run interviews? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then I pitched it to Beto, and Beto way. was like, hey, fuck it, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> right? So I was like, cool. Yeah. So in March, when COVID hit, Chicle calls me like, hey, we got to start now. Yeah. Like, we weren't even going to talk about COVID. You know, that wasn't the plan. And I was like, well, like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's, let's yeah. start now. So we, the first two recordings are at, at Project Rio Collective, I if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the first one for sure maybe the second one yeah unfortunately they closed now but yeah, that was another place such a great place too yeah unfortunately they 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 shut down for good but yeah. you know they they allowed us a space you know at least for those two recordings and it, it was great man. yeah and and it's community support you know what i mean believing in, in what we're doing just like people will, will believe in what you're doing and yeah you know it will support that's why when you hit me up i'm like hell yeah i'm down you know what i mean i <laughs> why why would i not why would i say no to you because yeah. it's not so much about my story but it's because of the message that you're taking yeah for sure. right no, whoever you, yeah. follows me will probably listen and, and then that your audience grows right so yeah. if i can be of service like that with you why not right no that's great honestly i was so pleasantly surprised as soon as i started yeah. the podcast as soon as i started reaching out to like music local musicians and uh-huh. people like renee people like right. you know, business owners and things yeah they were i was surprised how excited they were and i would tell yeah. my friend like dude, like this podcast is nothing. Like I have yeah. like, no followers. Like, why, are, <laughs> right. why are people so optimistic about this? Like, I, I, like, I honestly got to a yeah. point that I was like, I don't understand where all this like why is happening? coming from. Yeah. And my yeah. friend just straight up told me, he's like, I think they're just being nice. And I was like, Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Maybe they're just yeah. cool. And like, they're down to help. And right. I, I, that's again, I was so pleasantly surprised. Cause I was like, you know, I was like, Oh shit. Like the community is really out there to help. And yeah, you know, why yeah. not give back a little bit and try to, you know, again, it, I mean, that's kind of why the whole podcast started is just to give a voice yeah. to our community and right. then just realized how great the community is along, along with it. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, shit, right, right now this, well, I just wrapped up talking about compassion with, with my students, right? Yeah. It was a two week thing. And we talk about how, you know, you're compassionate with not just the people, you know, but with, even with strangers. Right. Yeah. Sure. But the ultimate payoff is that, that you do it without being forced to do it and when you do that you help that person no matter what they need but then you, you feel good and, and you're and it kind of, it, it, it's a payback right like mm-hmm. you you feel happy that you were able to help someone and you it's know it's a reward almost it's its own reward yeah and you know like you say you know people are willing to jump on board and it's like not so much them being nice but they they've been there right where they've needed that help yeah and and they know that hey 
why not help a brother out right i mean shit yeah. no and i appreciate it because it's it's yeah. helped the podcast become what it is because yeah. i i get people that come up to me and they're like hey man love what you're doing yeah in a little part of me that like imposter syndrome is still like uh-huh. oh, they're just full of it like they're just yeah you're like bullshitting like yeah. detector yeah right they're just trying to be cool like what's up nah, yeah nah, nah. They're just, yeah. they're actually trying to like make fun of me. Yeah. But you know, and sometimes I, I let myself believe it and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm just glad it's getting yeah. through to someone, right? You know, whoever it is. So, and again, it's, it's about, I mean, in my own weird way, it's, I'm trying to give back a little bit with just whether right. it's information or a conversation or, you know, putting, yeah. you know, giving a little bit one, even if it's one or two more donations to Dalaga scholarship, whatever yeah. it is, just, right. you know, it's the little things. Yeah. Sure. Yes. They, if they, you know, Shit, they, them being willing to jump on board is, is, is also can be a thank you to you. You know what I mean? Oh, because you're sure. giving them that space where, you know, like for me with, you know, in my example, you're allowing me to talk about about the scholarship, right? Yeah. Uh, honestly, the it's been known more because of the, of of social media. Yeah. And sure. and you know, and people are talk about it right now. It's become a little more popular because of the of the yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, even though we've done some in the past, but they were just kind of like event T-shirts. Yeah. And uh, but now we're looking at it as like, hey, maybe you could run merchandise because now it's like, shit. I mean, I sent one to New York to my brother, right? He yeah. lives in New York, and if he sports it, and people look at it like, hey, what the fuck is up with that shit? What right? is that about? Yeah. 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 Yes, uh, and then you know, I got, I have people on TJ buy some, and they, they're out there in TJ <laughs> sporting it. You know what That's mean? Awesome, I mean? I think as a matter of fact, I think I, I posted one of one of uh, those pictures, Melamond. They say, hey, acá en la colonia. Representando, I was like sick, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's getting exposure, and and like I said, you know, what I mean, it. You're allowing somebody to give them that space, right? And yeah. and we all have a story, and some people might seem like they don't want to share, and then there's all those that that want to share, right? Like you said, maybe a musician, maybe they wrote this badass song that they just want to share with the world. Yeah. They don't want to profit; they just want to sing it to the world. And shit, yeah, maybe they'll sing it on your. Put it yeah, out there. Yeah. They just want to put it out there. Yeah. And and ultimately, I think, uh, you know, I try to be positive where it's like, you know, this cup is, it has more emptiness than, than right, than fullness. But to me, it's like, I look at it, I still have water in it, right? Yeah, yeah at least there's water in there. <laughs> yeah. And if it's empty, guess what? It's a, I get to fill it up again, yeah. right? There's space I, for I, more water, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas people would be like, fuck, I'm running out of water or I ran out of water. No, it's like, no, shit, I got an opportunity to fill it up again. And, you know, and I think that's what you're doing. And I, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, I, I've listened to them and, and they're good. And, it, and it's stuff that, and, it, and like you said, it's, it, it's stuff that, that, you know, like, like shit, you want iHeart and they have like very specific ones. Like we're going to talk about psychology. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like, I could have done that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how it would have worked out because it's not my, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Something. Yeah. Right, or you could have passionate to be talk about, yeah. Right, or you could have said, okay, I just want to do rock, but then it's like you're limiting yourself, mm-hmm. and because of the the conversations you're having, it's like shit. You're you're opening doors to so many people that, you know, just like social media is like the friend of the friend of the friend. Yeah, we'll hear it. You know, I've honestly made uh, friends from this, and I I will say is the biggest win from this whole thing. I've met people yeah. that have like uh that i would have never met otherwise you know right and it's great because now i'm open up to other ideas and it's not just people that agree with me it's people that maybe i was meant to have a conversation with like i'll i'll post an episode about x y and z and someone mm-hmm. reaches out and then it's like listen i didn't like the episode and this is why yeah. 
And yeah. I'm like, okay, I hear you. And point. that's good though. And we start a conversation and now right. I learned something. They learned something. Maybe we didn't change each other's minds, but now uh -huh. we learned something from it and we became friends right. at right. the fact that we don't agree. So exactly. It's those, it's those things really that again, this uh, podcast is super selfish. It's yeah. those, those little things that I'm getting out of this, you know, and again, <laughs> yeah. it's a creative outlet. It's a way for me yeah. to come home and unwind. I, I was, yeah. I was thinking about all day about the interview. Um, yeah. cause I work in construction. So like, okay. I'm tired, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. No, I'll do, yeah. <laughs> so, but the, yeah. the moment I got, I came home and took a shower, I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, rejuvenate like, it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let's do it. Let's, uh, yeah. right, let's get an interview mode. Let's set up the light. Yeah. Like it's those little things that I'm like, oh, this is, this is for me. And it yeah. helps, you know, it, and, it, and if it helps it, anyone else, then that's right. Hey, and who knows, maybe this could be your, your, your icebreaker. Not, I'm not saying this episode, but what you're doing right now with yeah. your podcast can, you know, probably take you to fucking the pros, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and why, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? I mean, it should, if you can get paid to do what you love, I mean, that's oh. what I tell the kid at school. That'd be, you know, that'd be a get paid coach. to do what you love to do. You know what yeah, I mean? Don't, sure. don't, don't chase the dollar bill. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's only happiness to a certain point, yeah. but it's like, shit, if you're going to get paid to, to do what you love yeah. or what you enjoy, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and, that's, um, that's definitely, I mean, I, I can't lie and say I haven't contemplated yeah. it, you know, right, right before but, going to bed or anything, but it's right. one of those things where it's like, yeah, it'd be great. But even yeah. if I don't, even if someone told it's me good. tomorrow, a hundred percent, you'll never make it. I don't yeah. care. I'm still here. Fuck it. You're, st you're still doing it, right? You're I'll still doing it. You're enjoying it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. If they, I know that iHeart had had a competition. It just ended. It was called like the next podcast, which was yeah. like the next. Uh, and I looked into it and I talked to Beto and Chicle. Yeah. But when I read it, all the fine details, like in the fine print, it said like, if you had already ever posted something yeah. related to what you wanted to present to them, that it had to be like an original presentation. Oh, like new, just start from there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. All right. I was like, never mind. I go, it's all good. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're good. You know, they were going to, I guess the winner was going to, they were going to put him with, uh, uh, damn, what's his dude's name? Rogan. Like the oh, number Joe one Rogan. podcaster, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, Joe. Um, like to run and he was going to coach you and whatnot. Yeah. And they were going to fund you. And, yeah. but I was like, well, it's all good. Go, Cause we're not looking at, or at least I'm not looking at it to do it for money wise, right? I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it to just share and yeah, and hopefully be of inspiration and you know and, and a resource to others. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. Yeah. Wichel, thank you so much. Honestly, this yeah. was a lot a lot of fun, and I was excited, Gracias and I was I was right to be excited. Honestly, it was a yeah. great conversation. Yeah. Say, yeah, I was gonna say say hi to everyone from the podcast for me. Honestly, those guys are great. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Forward to your episode. I know you guys are posting what, like one a month. Uh, one we do day. one a month uh, because we want to give it uh, time for people to really listen to it. Yeah, like breathing room. That's yeah. yeah that's because I, I, I mean, I we're like what you do. You, you it's cool because of of like it's more specific, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a never-ending story, right? With yeah, different so characters. Continuous. Yeah. And, and and with us, since we look at at specific topics, right, that we want to focus on. I mean, your like, stuff is raw. So it's like, yeah. I, we need the month to be like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> right. let's take a second, you know? Yeah, sure. because if, if we, uh, like, I know the one that we didn't give much love to because scheduling was hard was in June when, when uh, Juan Carlos graduated, right? Yeah. And we were talking about, we were, it was like, okay, we want to graduate from the fucking conversation from, from COVID. <laughs> yeah. And we want to celebrate graduation, right? 
for all those that aren't celebrating because of COVID. Yeah, for sure. And uh, he happened to hit me up. He's like, hey, whatever you need, let me know. And I was like, hey, wait, you're our next fucking guest. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, so we brought him on board. And, but his only ran for like two weeks. Yeah. And then in July, we did the military life with Miguel from, yeah. from La Vuelta. And we wanted to give it that full month. So I felt like, and, and we'll, I mean, obviously they're still up there and people can still hear them. Yeah. But now we got to go back and repost them so people can go in there and listen to them because you know typically people will listen to the more recent ones. Yeah, just and whatever's that, last. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we ju- we do the month. Maybe and once we get the ball rolling a little further along and we can find some that can kind of overlap. Yeah. Then then we'll do like biweekly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know it's so but, interesting that you're you're breaking it down like that because I feel like especially with podcasting I feel like it's. Yeah. I love pod, like podcasts in general, right? But a lot of people that I know don't really have much idea of what goes into a podcast. It's or, a lot of fucking work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that's why I mean? it's so funny that you're breaking it down because I'm just yeah. thinking like we have the same kind of thoughts. It's like okay, if I do this and I do that, and then we do this, and then we do all that, you know. So it's like the right. little things that you know yeah. we appreciate. But no, I, I get like, it. We, I, we did. I totally get it. Yeah. We've done like two recordings in one night, like two <laughs> interviews. Oh, dude, it was like I mean, it was like. <laughs> five hours later and like we're burnt out and we're hungry and yeah, and you know what i mean but we're like hey we already brought them in and we're here let's do it we have the setup we have the space and, and you know we did it yeah. and and we did say okay we got to rethink this if we do it maybe on the weekend early on right instead of a, a work day in la tarde but yeah it's, it's a lot of work but anyways i will let the guys know and thank you i appreciate the, the space no honestly it was a yeah. great conversation i learned so much and i'm honestly I'm so happy for the kids that you get to cancel yeah. because, you know, a lot of us are uh, growing yeah. up, you know, we hope to have someone like yourself or people right. that really care about what they're doing, you know, and it just yeah. makes such a big difference. Obviously, you know that. Um, right. And again, it's so amazing what you're doing with Dale Gas. That's if I'm being honest, yeah. that is like the one reason I wanted to have you on. I mean, you're yeah. a pretty big staple of the community, but also just because yeah. of a. Uh, of the scholarship i was like that's so inspiring yeah. you know that right. scholarships can come from within and fuel our own community right we, we don't have to wait for the big corporate exactly. monies like mcdonald's coca-cola yeah because at the end of the day even though it, they're big money yeah but they're they're spread out throughout the nation exactly yeah you know and and if i could do a little contributions to the school here in the community where I can hit more kids yeah. or even better. You know what I mean? Especially, you when, know, like, unfortunately, you know, you know what the community needs. Cause sometimes McDonald's will just throw money. Yeah. And I say McDonald's has like yeah. emphasis for like a big corporation, but like sometimes right. they just throw yeah, money yeah, uh-huh. and they're like, figure it right. out, you know? And you're more yeah. of like, Hey, well, you have to do this, this and that and make sure we do this. Right. And let's follow up with that. And so it's, yeah. it's more involvement. It's more, again, it's right. not just the money. I feel like it's your time, you know, that you're really yeah. giving these kids. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know I mean? It's, it's, hopefully inspiring them so when they grow up not only did they go and further their education but most importantly they come back and give to the community because they, exactly. they got to write a little essay and yeah. on there there's three questions and one of them is if you come back to your community what are you going to do for them or how can you help your community that's, so that's you know a, what i mean it's a great question i feel like we don't allow ourselves to even as, yeah. as adults we don't allow ourselves to think that you know right so it's, it's good it's good that you're you bring that up so young Sure. yeah but uh, once again gracias i appreciate it man keep up the oh. good stuff like i said you're, you're Thanks, man. I, I love what you're doing and and it, it's an honor to be here with you oh it's, it's an honor a, to have you and honestly yeah. it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun i hope i can have you yeah. have you again it'd be great to uh i don't know discuss yeah, anything really just 
fuck you talk music or anything if you want something more specific you know what i mean you know uh, what i would love i loved your yeah. again with that last episode i love when you guys geek out about music i'd love to have an episode oh, yeah. with you about music dude you see all clearly, this right? yeah. like all this is real dude no no and, I'm, and, I'm sure i 100 i have like oh, shit. i have yeah. two crates yeah and i think i'm the coolest person ever because no one of my yeah. friends have vinyls <laughs> so i have two yeah. crates of vinyls and i'm like oh i'm amazing yeah. But when I hear all these stories, I'm like, that's so awesome. Like, I want to have more. Yeah. So I'd, I'd love to learn. I, I love music yeah. and I'd love to learn more about it. And, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely. Let, let, let's do it. You know, let me know and, and, and we'll handle it. Yep. And then uh, we do have some stuff up our sleeve. And I want to, we, we hone it down and we're ready for it. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. And yeah, then, sure. uh, and then uh, you know, we'll keep you in the loop. But muchas gracias. I appreciate it, David. It, it, for it's sure. A pleasure. It was great. And uh, what, whatever you know we could do to help you out let us know and if, if i can't maybe i can find the resource that can help you out dude yeah no and, for sure same goes out to you and and yeah. pretty much anyone in the community you know i'm here to help you know yeah. whether it's through this podcast or it is you know if you yeah. need you know uh yeah strength definitely. or something something if you need me to carry something i'll carry a crate i don't care I'll, yeah for sure especially <laughs> with Ballet, guys. I, know, I know that right now you guys aren't doing a lot of events yeah. man but i'd be right i'd love to uh, donate my time or whenever you guys need it for sure yeah like sometimes people will say how can i help i'm like shit just fucking come on and hang out at the vinyl town <laughs> yeah let's do you it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you know that that's a big help you know what i mean shit if if, if if you buy raffle tickets and you donate and you end up winning burritos yeah. from those los people's or or, or make or it whatnot. a family day right like once this yeah. is over like make it a family day bring the bring everybody you know buy some food buy some raffle tickets yeah. and like it'll be a good experience you're helping yeah. the community and you enjoy the community. Right. Right. The last, the last, well, the times that we had it, it was at the VFW and it had to be 21 and over. Oh, but, I see. Well, but this year, <laughs> but this year we had, somebody had already offered somewhere else. Okay. And, um, and that one, it was going to become all ages. Okay. Because it was going to be outdoors and whatnot. And it was going to happen in June, which, which our target is to always have it in the, June, July time frame, yeah. Because yeah. normally we've had it in the in the during the holidays, yeah. And we've noticed that obviously holidays people are busy, yeah. And then we understand the the funds are limited, so you know. No. Uh, and then we want to bring the kids out, so it's like bring them out, have a whole day thing, right? Because yeah. the ultimate goal for the vinyl thon is that we can go a whole weekend from like Friday 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. all the way through Sunday at 10 p.m. one day, nonstop. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. You'll get it one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pero, but yeah, thank, thanks for offering it. Muchas gracias. And keep up with the stuff. And bye bye.